the whole thrust of practice is about grounding, connecting with things as they are. So from the very beginning, when the body, we're just helping the body settle, bringing the mind into the experience of the body, all the way to the deepest, most subtle aspects of the path. It's all about connecting. So I thought it'd be nice tonight to begin with a poem. Many of you, many of you have heard this poem before by Thich Nhat Hanh, Please Call Me By My True Names. For those who weren't here last week, we've been looking at compassion in terms of right view. And this poem, I think, does a wonderful job at opening up the understanding of what we call right view and how it relates to compassion. Please call me by my true names. Don't say that I will depart tomorrow. Even today I am still arriving. Look deeply. Every second I am arriving to be a bud on a spring branch, to be a tiny bird with still fragile wings, learning to sing in my new nest, to be a caterpillar in the heart of a flower, to be a jewel hiding itself in a stone. I still arrive in order to laugh and to cry, to fear and to hope. The rhythm of my heart is the birth and death of all that is alive. I am the mayfly metamorphosing on the surface of the river, and I am the bird that swoops down to swallow the mayfly. I am the frog swimming happily in the clear water of a pond, and I am the grass snake that silently feeds itself on the frog. I'm the child in Uganda, all skin and bones, my legs as thin as bamboo sticks, and I am the arms merchant selling deadly weapons to Uganda. I am the 12-year-old girl, refugee in a small boat, who throws herself into the ocean after being raped by a sea pirate. And I am the pirate, my heart not yet capable of seeing and loving. I am a member of the Politburo with plenty of power in my hands and I am the man who has to pay his debt of blood to my people dying slowly in a forced labor camp. My joy is like spring, so warm it makes flowers bloom all over the earth. My pain is like a river of tears, so vast it fills the four oceans. Please call me by my true names so I can hear all my cries and my laughter at once, so I can see that my joy and pain are one. Please call me by my true names so I can wake up and so the door of my heart can be left open, the door of compassion.
or as we have in the past several weeks, we'll begin with the five remembrances, these five reflections the Buddha recommended. And again, these reflections are just a means to connect with how it is, to connect with this life, and then by extension to connect to all of life. The first reflection, I am of the nature to grow old. I have not gone beyond aging. Using both the power of imagination and our direct experience in the moment to reflect on this simple truth. I am of the nature to have ill health. I have not gone beyond sickness. I'm of the nature to die. I have not gone beyond death. All that is dear to me and everyone I love are of the nature to change. There is no way to escape being separated from them. My actions are my only belongings. I cannot escape the consequences of my actions. My actions are the ground upon which I stand. (coughs) 
using these reflections to connect with life as it actually is for all of us. And the more deeply we understand how it is, the more easy it is to begin to forgive. So we'll practice first asking for forgiveness, bringing to mind somebody we've harmed, intentionally or not, as if we were right here with them. And then each of us in our own way, we're asking for forgiveness, understanding how easy it is to make mistakes, to be caught up in different ways. I'm asking for your forgiveness. Please forgive me for any harm that I might have caused you. Please forgive me. And you might be surprised how useful it is to repeat this request many times because we're connecting with the basic intention that it's opening to the wholesomeness of forgiveness, asking for forgiveness in this case. And then moving on and bringing to mind in a way that feels safe times when you've been harmed, felt harmed, and bringing to mind the person or the people involved. And again, as if we're speaking directly to them, understanding how easy it is to be caught up in fear or greed or whatever. And also understanding how heavy it is to maintain our resentment, our anger. Understanding this, we do the best we can to forgive. As best I can, I forgive you.
And finally, taking a few moments to forgive ourselves, appreciating that this personality is imperfect, conditioned by fear and aversion, conditioned by greediness and neediness, conditioned by denial and distraction and confusion. It's easy to make mistakes that are harmful to ourselves and others. So as best we can, we forgive ourselves, forgive the mind, the conditioned mind, for being imperfect, for causing harm. As best I can, I forgive myself. Moving on, using compassion phrases in any way that you found useful. So one suggested way is to coordinate the recitation of the phrase with your in and out breath. So each time you're breathing in, it's as if we're practicing connecting with our own difficulties or the suffering, the pain of other people we know. So we're breathing in. I care about your suffering, or I care about your pain, or I care about this pain in my heart. And then with the exhalation, we offer out a simple but beautiful wish. May your heart be at ease with conditions. Or may you find peace with things as they are. And again, feel free to be creative You don't need to coordinate the phrases with the breathing if that seems complicated. Notice the effect of turning the mind towards suffering, yours or the person you're bringing to mind. What is the effect of the heart being intimate with the suffering? 
Breathing and connecting to the ordinary pervasive truth of dukkha, suffering, challenges. Exhaling, sending out a beautiful wish. May the heart be at ease with these conditions. May the heart find peace with things as they are. take the last five minutes or so in silence. So if it feels right, you can let go of the words. And in a sense, we're practicing, trusting, relaxing into the natural sensitivity of the heart. So it's not a problem that the heart is sensitive or the mind is sensitive. The object of awareness is the sensitivity of the heart itself.
not second-guessing or judging how it is, but there's a real appreciation for this natural inherent sensitivity, the heart that feels or the heart that connects, the heart that knows it's like this, not needing things to be other than what they are now. Take some time. Feel free to stretch out as you need to. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.